All right, ladies and chaps, Andy here, day 96 of the Inner Winner Show, and we are picking up where we left off with the last episode, and this will be the last podcast we do answering Ed's questions. Ed is one of my Patreons. He asked a bunch of kick-ass questions, and I really liked them, so I decided to answer all of them. If you want to ask questions as well, you can go to patreon.com forward slash loser, and I'll do a podcast episode answering your questions. So this last question that Ed asks is, can you give us a play-by-play of what a really good successful week looks like or looked like if you're not currently getting laid? I will answer this question maybe in three different ways. I'll tell you guys what my week looks like now and what it looks like maybe two years ago and then what it looked like in the early days. So Ed goes on to ask some more specific questions, like how many dates do you get? How many lays? How many new girls versus ongoing fuck buddies or girlfriends? Where do you meet these girls? Those kind of questions. So these days, let's just let's just talk about what my week looks like now. I obviously have my girlfriend Imogen. I have sex with her, I don't know, like two times a week maybe. Actually, it's probably more than that. It's probably like fucking four times a week. We're horny. Um, on top of that, we have four girls that we're seeing. So we, we try and fit those girls in as much as possible. So we probably end up having sex like six times a week. Um, in terms of how many dates we we're at the point where we're both really fucking good at getting laid with 100% of the girls that meet us. Like I've been like that for the last like two years. Like I said, in the previous episode, I, tell girls on Tinder that I'm looking for BDSM and a threesome with my girlfriend. My pictures are all pictures of me with fucking BDSM, you know, shit, holding handcuffs, wearing a suit, pictures of me with abs. Like it's a very sexual profile. My girlfriend's profile is like that as well when she finds girls for us to sleep with together. So it's guaranteed that we're going to have sex with every girl we meet, of course. So I can't necessarily give a number of like dates or lays that I will have each week. Cause it's more like we only go and date girls or have sex with new girls. If we need to, does that make sense? Like if we had no girls that we were seeing or only a couple of girls that we were seeing, then we'd go on like one or two dates a week and have sex with those girls. There's not a process of having a lot of dates and only having sex with some of those girls. In terms of how many new girls versus ongoing fuck buddies, at this point when we've shut down both of our tenders, we've turned, we switched them both off. Um, we have four girls that we're seeing together and then we obviously have sex with each other as well. There literally isn't enough time at this point. I think we have too many girls. It kind of happened a little too quickly. I should have switched both of our tenders off like probably two weeks ago and just I think we'd both be more comfortable having like maybe two friends with benefits rather than fucking four. Like four is too many. Whereas back in the day, I wouldn't have said that. I think at one point I had five. The most I've ever had at once was five um, friends with benefits, which technically you can say I have that right now, right? If you include my girlfriend, I have five girls I can sleep with right now. Um, back in the day, I used to really like that. That was a lot of fun because all I cared about was sex. But now that sex is not my goal at all, I really don't have the time in the week. I think four is too many plus my girlfriend. In terms of where we meet these girls, it's all Tinder at this point in time. I don't approach any girls. We don't meet in bars or social circle or any of that kind of stuff. Tinder's just so goddamn easy that 
It takes zero effort. Like I, I said, in the last three weeks, we've gotten laid with four new girls. Now, I'll answer this question better and answer it in terms of what I used to do. Let's talk about like two years ago. So I was still having success two years ago. I think I was into the BDSM shit two years ago. I think I was just starting to experiment with that. So what a really good week looked like for me at that point was probably something like three dates and I would have sex with like two of them. That would have been an amazing week for me. At that point in my time, in my, I guess, getting laid career, getting laid journey, I was not super hardcore focused on retaining girls. I was more looking for new lays. I was trying to get more experience. I was trying to get better at getting laid. I didn't quite feel like a full-on player yet. So I didn't try as hard to keep girls around. I made it clear to them. I was like, look, honestly, like I'm just looking for lots of sex. So I would generally see girls, I don't know, maybe like three to five times on average each. And then I would kind of just like you know, send them a message and say like, hey, you know, I don't want to keep going or I just kind of fade out and they'd fade out. Like it would kind of fall off. So almost all of my lays were like new girls. So if I got laid once a week, I would consider that really awesome. Um, I had periods of time where I'd do crazy shit. Like I try and get laid five times in a day or five times in a couple of days. I would have these, it was kind of up and down for me, intentionally so I think. So I would I would push myself and get laid like five times in a week. And then I would kind of just not get laid for a couple, like not meet any new girls for a couple of weeks and just hang out with those fuck buddies and then eventually fade, fade out with them or stop seeing them or whatever. And then I do something crazy and get laid like three more times again or something like that, like three new girls. So it was kind of very up and down for me. It wasn't regular. It wasn't consistent. I think I kind of liked it like that because I got to push myself. I'm someone who's very like impulsive and I like to go all in. I like to do a whole lot crammed into a small amount of time as evidenced by what I'm doing right now, recording 10 podcasts in this single day. So I was going to answer this question for like to tell you guys what my typical week looked like early on. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll give you just a brief overview of that. So in the early days, a successful week would have been if I could even just get outside the house like six days a week because I was so scared. I was so timid. I was so nervous. I was so hesitant to talk to girls and shit. So if I could even just get myself out of the house like five to six days in that one week and maybe talk to like three girls, I considered that a massive fucking success. Remember that there's levels to this shit. And at the start, a successful week is really just you push yourself to do something very basic. And as you level up, maybe then a successful week becomes like, oh, I talked to five girls this week. That was cool. That was killing it. Maybe, you know, you fast forward a few weeks or a month later and a successful week is talking to 10 girls and then you level up, you can talk to 20 girls a week. Then you get to a point where you can go on at least one date every single week and then you get to a point where you can go on two dates a week. There's levels to this shit. And so, yes, you should keep in mind what, you should look at what I'm doing now, like what a successful week looks like for me now and use that as motivation, sure. But don't compare yourself to a week right now. All you need to look at is what week did you have last week and can you make this week better than last week? That's what I do every week on a Sunday with Imogen. She and I do a weekly check-in for accountability and we one of the questions we ask each other is, what was this week like? Was it better than last week? And then can I make next week even better? You should always be aiming to level yourself up 
not so much compare yourself to other people. Yes, compare for motivation, but don't do it to like beat yourself up or to say I'm hopeless or I'll never make it. Or, I'm too far gone or I'm too far behind. Fuck that shit. As long as you're beating your previous week, great. This is a process of constantly beating your personal best or beating your previous attempt. Level yourself up. So to finish answering this question, and it kind of ties into the concept of leveling yourself up, I guess I can also talk about averages, not just an average week, but average in terms of how many times I I got laid on average across my whole, across like the last three years, I've averaged one new girl every two weeks. That's like the absolute average. If you take the total number of lays and divide it by the amount of weeks, um, It slowed down a lot this year because of COVID. There was like, you know, a good six month period where I didn't get laid. It was literally just Imogen and I and nobody else because of all the lockdown bullshit. But taking that out of the equation, it's been on average one new girl every two weeks. And that's been pretty consistent for me, that average across like a two and a half year period. So I guess if you want to get nerdy about it, an average week for me would have been half a lay. (laughs) And I guess. I'm trying to, when I answer this question, when I answer most people's questions, I don't so much look at just the question. I try and empathize and look from their point of view and try and look at the intent. Like, what was this motherfucker wanting to ask me that, you know, why did he ask me this question? What is he really asking? What does he actually want underneath? What's the purpose of this question? And I would guess one big reason to ask this question and want an answer to this question is so you can kind of give yourself motivation of like, man, I, I want to look towards the future and think about what a, a great week would be like. What's a great week for Andy or any of the other guys that are getting laid? And can I use that as motivation? Because I want to kind of fantasize about that and think maybe one day I can have that too. I used to do the same shit too. I used to love listening to people's or like reading people's logs where they talked about, you know, getting laid and stuff like that. I used to fantasize and think, man, imagine if I could meet a new girl every week. That would be amazing. So I guess I can kind of give you motivation for that. What's that like? At this point, let's just use like the last three weeks. Imogen and I have met four new girls, two of which were virgins. The other two were super inexperienced. We took them all home. We did BDSM with them, taught them how to have sex. That was a hell of a lot of fun. A typical week in terms of sex um, probably get laid like four times a week on average. And at that point, when you've been that consistent and you've gotten laid that much for this many years in a row, sex kind of becomes this, it's not such a big Herculean, you know, David versus Goliath battle. It's not such a struggle. You don't think of it in terms of like getting lucky or any of that kind of shit. It's, It's more like a nice, fun thing that you do. It's like watching a movie or going to the beach or just chilling out with your friends. It becomes like a nice reward for a hard day's work. And I really do use it as a reward. And so does Imogen. It's like that morning we will say to ourselves, all right, let's like bust ass with our goals today. Let's really crush it and go hard. And then our reward is we get to see this girl tonight and have a fun time with her. It's like something nice that you look forward to at the end of the day. Because again, at this point, it's 100% guaranteed if we meet a girl, we're going to have sex with her. And not that many girls, okay, some girls flake, but the morning of once we've said to her, like, hey, we'll see you tonight, when they reply and say, like, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, as soon as they reply with that text, it's basically 100% guaranteed we'll have sex with them. 
So it really does become this nice thing that you're looking forward to. Like I said, there's not this tension or nervousness of like, oh, but is she going to actually meet or is she going to flake? Or, you know, when we meet, will she even have sex? Will the sex even be good? There's none of those concerns anymore because I know the sex will always be good, even with the two virgins that we met and the other two girls weren't experienced either. So four inexperienced girls that we've met in the last three weeks, sex was great because once you know what you're doing, like really know what you're doing and you've had a lot of experience, you know that the sex will always be great. Even if she's shy, nervous, even if she's a freaking virgin, you know that you can walk her through it and teach her show her how to have good sex. There's not this worry about sex anymore. It's like it's guaranteed. It's like you've handled your needs. Your needs are met and you get to kind of focus on the rest of your life or the rest of your day. You know, what other things am I going to do tonight? Oh, sorry, do today. And then I'll see this girl tonight. Rather than where I know most guys are at and where I was at for a long time, where if you're seeing a girl that day, it's like you're super nervous. You're like, fuck, I really hope I get to see her. I hope she's nice tonight. hope she doesn't flake. I hope we end up having sex or maybe I hope we just kiss. I hope, you know, she's nice to me. I hope she likes me. None of that is even in my head anymore, ever. Like that's never in my head. And I have to say that's really nice. Again, it's like you've handled your needs and you're not stressed about it. It's like, so for me, money is something that I'm still working on. It's my main priority right now. A lot of other guys have handled their financial needs. A lot of the guys that see me for coaching, they've definitely handled their financial needs. That's why they can afford to pay me. And so for them, it's like they, I've asked them about it and they just say like, yeah, it's like I'm just not stressed about money. Like money is just not something I think about. Like I know I have money. I, I like money. I like spending money. It's good to have the money coming in. Money's fun but it's not something that I sit there stressing about. I'm not constantly thinking about money. It's like my financial needs are taken care of so I can just leave it in the back of my mind. I don't have to think about it. It's not even in the back of my mind. I just never think about it. Sex is the same for me now. It's really fun. It's it's amazing, but I never think about it. It's like, it's almost like my like someone else is handling my needs, my sexual needs. And obviously I'm still the one doing it. I'm still messaging girls and shit like that. But it's like someone... This is going to sound really fucking hippie, but it's like the universe is taking care of my needs for me. Yeah, it's like it's like my needs are met. Someone else is looking after my sexual needs, like whether that's the universe or God. I don't believe in God, but like some sort of concept of someone else has made it so that I can always get laid with no effort. And all I have to do is message a couple of girls and it's guaranteed I'll get laid. And so at that point, it's like you feel taken care of, even though it's me that's taking care of myself. It feels like, yeah, like that's taken care of. Now I get to focus on my financial needs or focus on having fun with my girlfriend, focus on my coaching, focusing on writing content, recording podcasts, helping people. And I don't have to stress about sex. So that's probably the biggest thing you have to look forward to. If you're trying to motivate yourself and say like, you know, I got to just push myself and eventually I'll get there. That's what you have to look forward to a sex life that kind of takes care of itself being able to get laid with no effort. And I guess the good benefit of that is you get to just kind of relax and enjoy the sex. You don't have to be sitting there thinking, Oh, I hope, you know, she sees me again, or I, I, I hope I satisfy her. I hope she doesn't flake. Like none of those sort of insecurities come up and you get to focus 100% on just, this is really fun. 
I'm having a great time with her. I want her to have a great time too. Look, she's smiling. This is amazing. Like you just focus on the activity itself rather than all of the insecurities and the neuroses and the concerns around it. So yeah, that's what you got to look forward to. Push yourself. You can definitely get there. Everyone can get there. Absolutely believe that. If I can do it, I was a fucking retired loser who didn't think he belonged. I think that's been clear over the last like eight podcasts. I really didn't think I ever deserved to get laid. I never thought I would get to this point. I didn't think I'd get anywhere close to this point. I thought if I had a girlfriend who's nice to me, congratulations, I've won. Like That's all I really hoped for, a girl who's nice to me. And I've gone clearly above and beyond that. So if I can do it, you sure as hell can too. Yeah. If you want to ask me questions, go to my Patreon, patreon.com forward slash kill your inner loser, and I'll answer them on a podcast just like this one. Adios, guys.